one of the more interesting guys running around these days, featured on One More Thing. Armstrong and Getty. One More Thing. I've read one of Adam Carolla's books. I have not read a book by him. He he is um, uh, such a beautiful illustration of how somebody can be extremely bright and not educated. Working class kid, worked since he was a kid. Um, never, you know, went to a university or anything like that, just to went clean carpets, to, that sort of thing. Yeah, didn't he go, like, straight into home construction and stuff out of high school? Yeah, and carpet cleaning and stuff like that. Um, but he's an extremely astute observer of the modern world. He's just terrific. And I'd, I'd listen to him more if I could. And then if I wasn't so busy churning out this crap. And then he met Jimmy Kimmel? Is that what happened? or uh, That was through, uh, I believe it was the Kevin and Bean show. Uh, oh, Jimmy right, Kimmel right, right. worked on that show uh, and Corolla, it's think, an LA radio show for those unfamiliar. Yeah, and Corolla did like a call-in bit, yeah. as something, something, and then that, their friendship kind of started from there. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think he has a new book coming out. Is that right? Adam I believe Carolla? that is true. Yes. So he's making the rounds. Uh, who is this? He was talking to Tucker Carlson. <clears throat> okay, cool. Let's let's throw a couple of clips at you of uh, their conversation. Go from there. Uh, hit us with. Uh, oh, he's talking about Kanye West in forty-one. You know, I uh, always like this saying, which is mine, which is everyone knows there's something called F.U. money, but he has F.me money. He has so much money that he can say whatever he wants, even if it's to his detriment. And uh, whether you agree with it or not, I find it refreshing that someone is just speaking their mind. Yeah, F.U. money is, no, I'm going to quit this job. You know, screw you. Right. I can do whatever I want. F me money is, I'm going to do something that costs me money. I'm going to take a sledgehammer to this car that I own to prove some sort of larger philosophical point, (laughs) and it's not going to affect me a bit. Right. Yep. Yep. Kanye does have that. And especially married to a Kardashian. Yeah. They are swimming in F me money. How how long is their prenup? What does that look like? I assume they have one of some kind. I want let's see what Google has to say about that. I don't know. Uh, speaking of uh, being able to speak out, I think 42 is closely related. We played this one on the radio show, but it's good. I had a really scary moment this morning. Not physically scary, but like fundamentally scary, spiritually scary. I did a radio interview this morning, and the guy said to me, sort of off the air, under his breath, he said, you're lucky. You do a podcast. You can say whatever you want. And I thought, Wait a minute, it's 2020. This is the United States. You're a broadcaster. You can't say whatever you want. The the, the notion that people with microphones that are broadcasting are lamenting they can't say whatever they want in America in 2020 is scary. And true. Oh, yeah. If you want to stay employed, and if you don't stay employed, Mm -hmm. then you're not saying much that anybody hears. How careful you are relates to who you are, you know, how much heft you have in the business and and actually some factors I don't even want to go into, which proves Adam Carolla's point. Um, that's why sports broadcasting, for instance, is just horrifically paranoid right now. They're terrified to say anything, which is why they always come off as so milk toast and politically correct. So maybe this is where it'll all end up is on podcasting, and then I guess you'd get... Instead of having, because when you have a radio show, you have, geez, how many different clients do we have on any given radio show? Yeah, sponsors. 150? I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ads you have on a radio show. If you're a podcast, usually when I listen to podcasts, there's like one. 
Or so you, you could just, just go subscription based. Or, or yeah. yeah, yeah, you go mm-hmm. subscription based, and then you're you're uncancelable. Yeah, unless your it's, platform, your podcast platform, demonetizes you, because the the lynch mob will come for you, however they can. But it's it's harder to do. It's mm-hmm. rare. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's uh, go ahead. Do forty three with Adam Carolla. Like I weathered the first round, got up, hugged my kids, and went to work. Um, I'm going to be in uh, Dallas this weekend doing shows. Uh, I'll be back in Texas <laughs> the week after that. I just get about my life. It's, it's too short. The man has a different set of rules every 10 minutes. Um, I wear a mask when I go into the uh, Home Depot. Other than that, I'm figuring things out for myself and I'm living my life. I'm not in a, I, I'm not compromised, maybe a little mentally, some may argue. But uh, I'm living my life. That was to the how are you handling the second round of shutdowns, same as the first. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I like the brave stance, but it didn't sound like it was much different than what most people are doing. No. You wear a mask when you go out to places. That clip was sucky. <laughs> but you don't worry about it. <laughs> there was no reason to play that clip, no reason to have it, <laughs> no reason to hear it. I regret it, and I apologize for it. On the other hand, this last one I think is pretty good. I feel like... Um, Everybody in California that pays their taxes, that plays by the rules, that raises their kids, that is community-based, you get punished. And if you are an empty bag and you've come here and you're here illegally and you do whatever you want, do it all with impunity, live on the streets, uh, shoot up, you know, defecate wherever, they'll keep walking. The cops won't do anything. But the city and the mayor have it in for you. If you're a taxpayer and a good citizen, then you get punished. And so I think good people can take being punished for a couple of years, but they can't take the life sentence that is California. So I'll probably end up uh, moving to Texas. Uh, yeah, I think there are a lot of Californians and, and Oregonians and, and Seattleites and Washingtonians who feel that. It's not... You can't take the life sentence. Well, right. That's it, pretty good. And there's a strong element, and I know this talking to a lot of folks, I don't want to be party to it. I, I mean, I, I have a pretty happy life living where I live, and and Lord knows the climate's great and there are recreational opportunities, no matter where you look. But I just don't want to be party <laughs> To such a twisted, uh, you know, culture, ethos. Such a horrible government that's spouting such crap. I just, I don't, I, uh, I'd rather not be seen as one of them. I don't um, know how much you want to disrupt your life, <laughs> you know, for that reason, but there's a temptation there. So Adam Carolla, then when he was on that late at night show where he would talk about people dating and having sex, what was that? Love Line with yep. Dr. Drew. And he was just—he was just like the sidekick. Uh, well, he was kind of the host of it, and then Drew was the expert that oh, okay. would answer the questions. But yeah, he yeah. was kind of the the conductor of, of that show. What an interesting career path. Yeah, yeah. Smart and likable. But the whole love line thing was completely far away from this political personal responsibility thing he's on now. Uh, fornicating responsi- <laughs> responsibly. Yeah, I, he was, uh, yeah, a big, 
a lot of those lessons. And I, when I was uh, but a youth, I was listening to those, you know, I would quietly turn on my radio so my, my mom didn't hear that I was still up past bedtime. Listening I was, to the sexy uh, talk as a, a child. It's probably why you're warped. Anyway, some, clearly. Of it, some of it was a little hot. But even back then, it was, uh, <laughs> you know, raise your kids. And, you know, it, oh, okay, it, was, it was very much it lift yourself up by the bootstraps sort of sort of talk. Well, to my mind, the Adam Carolla philosophy, and I'm sure he would resent and uh, dispute my characterization of it, is do what works. Observe what works. Quit throwing theory at me. These are the things that clearly bring happiness and health. So do them. Which like is a very, you know, Armstrong and Getty-esque like way of looking at the world. Like him enough to move up to the, uh, maybe the, uh, the Adam Camry or the Adam uh, Avalon. <laughs> something... <laughs> The Corolla. There's I mean, a car on. joke there. I get it. <laughs> Going head in the other direction down to the Echo or whatever is whatever that little <laughs> tiny one is. Um, I uh, my kids are always laughing about the smart car when we pass them on the freeway. You see those the tiny little ones? The little clown cars. <laughs> they, I would like to drive one of those once. Have you ever been in one? <laughs> got a got a squirrel on a treadmill. I can push you in a in a laundry basket if you want <laughs> to get the get the similar experience. <laughs> It'd be awesome parking. I, I would I would enjoy that, but man, if you hit somebody, you're uh, well, you're like you're like the big bee that's on your windshield. You're similar to that situation. Yeah, yeah similar. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of models of Toyota, uh, <laughs> Judy and I, for a period, had two kids uh, in the great state of Oregon, and we would travel up via car to visit them and whatever, because it was one of those things where it was a nine hour drive, eight nine hour drive. And uh, it'd be like seven and a half hours by the time right. he got to the airport, flew, rented a car, blah, blah, blah. So we'd fly up or, or drive up rather. And the one thing I became adamant about this, if you see a Toyota Yaris, you're looking at a terrible driver. <laughs> if there was a vehicle clogging up the left lane, it's driving Yaris. like a jackass, it was that damn Yaris. I tell you, the, the, the overlap between shitty drivers <laughs> And Yaris drivers is almost entirely, it's almost, it's like a total eclipse of the moon. <laughs> I stand by these words. There may be some exceptions if you're, you know, friends of Armstrong and Getty, but there aren't many. Oh. Well, I don't have FU money. I got, just got to close my eyes and take it money. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Well, wow. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> 